Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 305 DGS on Camel X. Uh, Ryan Wiggins is with us from down the hall at 97.1, and he just solved a mystery for me. Uh, the <laughs> biggest heartbreaking thing when I left 97.1 after 20 years was I lost my snow cone maker. And he just goes, uh, hey, I've got your snow cone maker in my basement. So <laughs> Yeah, it's been there for a couple years. <laughs> Have me over sometime. Make me, make me a, a tiger blood. Let me tell you what. We could make a tiger blood because we have, I think, 12 different flavors down Man, there. And you took it up a notch. Wow. Yeah, I think you had maybe one or two. And wow. we decided uh, Dave Glover kind of cheaps out on everything, yeah. so let's go high end. I'm known for that. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> Dave over there pinching his pennies. <laughs> Famously stingy. I could retire tomorrow <laughs> if I hadn't paid $20,000 for lunches for Turbrock and <laughs> snow cones for everybody. <laughs> That's great. Man, I, we love that thing, though. There is it, it For me, this is just like beer. I don't know why beer is this way, but about twice a year I go, Man, I want a beer right now, and I want a cold beer. It's about once a year that me and the kids all at the same time go, it's no going time. I completely yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. Okay. I completely okay. get that. I uh, I remember the first time I tasted beer because I grew up, my mom and dad never drank at all. Although my mom loves to tell the story. Uh, more and more is coming out about my mom from my mom. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who's leaking like, that information? Like Sundays with Francis. <laughs> I'm always like, that's okay. We can stop there. DMI. <laughs> <laughs> she always tells the story like, oh, I never like to drink. She says, although one time I had a, a uh, iced tea tumbler full of wine and I danced and I danced. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> my girl. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember the first time I, I tasted beer. When I was a teenager, and it was just like, oh my God, who drinks this stuff? Oh, it's yeah. Absolutely awful. Uh, but like I said, I grew up in a beer drinking, man, everyone in my neighborhood but my mom and dad were hammered 24 <laughs> 7. <laughs> On beer. On beer. Yeah. Yeah. The like hams and Falstaff and Schlitz. And it was just, yeah. I'm talking 11 in the morning on a Saturday. And it just, that Dude, was just life. That was the blue collar life. I yeah. grew up, I mean, my f- family's mostly from Granite City, steel working families, same thing. It was like, I think actually, now that I, I didn't, I never met her. But there was a grandma that I had, probably my great or great great grandma. They called her Grandma Beer. 
and, and not, not, not like, That's not great. like I, at, for, at first I'm sure it was a joke, but eventually it just became, oh, no, it's grandma beer. Yeah. It was just the thing. Everybody drank beer. My, uh, my grandpa's wife, I say that because my grandma died when she was 22. My dad was like two years old. And then he, he married a bunch of people after that. But the one I knew, uh, you had to bring her a 12-pack as like an offering to even go okay. visit. Yeah, yeah. And I've heard stories from that same era, and this is all in Granite City, so I, I'm assuming that this was not uncommon, although this is all, like, in that bubble. Yeah. That they would send kids, and this is probably in the 50s, maybe a little bit before that, but I think still 50s. They would send the kids down to the store with a bucket mm-hmm. and say, yeah, just get me a bucket of beer. Oh, yeah. And they'd walk it back. You could go to Charlie's Market and buy cigarettes for your mom and dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. This happened. So we played. There was a – it's not that big of a field uh, – it's same size field. But it's not. It doesn't look that big now. But as a kid, you'd play football there. You'd play baseball between my mom and dad's house and the Opal's house. And uh, and every summer, you know, you finish eating dinner. Usually, like the whole neighborhood has a barbecue, and you start up a baseball game. And this would happen once a game. You just you just had to deal with it. A dad would come stumbling out. <laughs> They'd be like, "Let me give me that bat. You can't bat for crap." Well, they wouldn't say crap. And. Uh, <laughs> And I remember this one really well. The dad swung and missed so hard that he bent over, leaned against the bat, and threw up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And you would think, like, that would be a story that you would tell over and over, but that, that was just Tuesday, right? <laughs> I mean, pretty that normal. just happened. It's funny that we're talking about these things like people don't still drink beer. Right. Like, it's, you know, yeah. obviously people still drink beer. It's just, for me... It's I, I tend to prefer, I don't know about you, I tend to prefer cocktails and stuff. And so I, if I go out, I'm ordering a, a rum and coke or something rather than a beer. But I know what you mean. And I know this is, it's it's so common, it's a cliche, but it's true. When I go to the ball game, I have to have a beer and a dog. I have to. I understand. To. I understand. You know, it's just, it's like, it just goes together. Yeah. I just saw Sue Thomas in the kitchen. She has the largest hot dog I'd ever seen. Which doesn't seem like a Sue Thomas thing. Let's spend some time together. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I even said to her, that's impressive. And then I felt bad about saying (laughs) that. That's the kind of stuff gets you canceled, Wiggins. Yeah, yeah. Wonder where she got that hot dog from. Costco. From Wheeler. He brought us all dogs. Oh, really? Yeah. Is that? Oh, okay. See, I didn't know. Yeah. I'm catching up. Mysteries revealed. I'm Captain Costco. And I drive by every day, so today was Costco hot dog lunch day. What are they, 99 cents or something? It's $1.50 for the hot dog and a drink. <laughs> he got eight. So I get eight hot dogs, and I get up to the counter, and the girl looks at me, and she goes, do you really want eight cups? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like actually, I don't need any because I'm not taking you eight cups. Sit down and drink it yeah. all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's still a good deal even without the drinks. You know, it's I could talk the rest of the show about childhood. And, you know, you have ups and downs in, in every single family. But the way I grew up in a very, you know, almost everyone worked at Shell. And the... Uh, you know, laborers had one kind of house and union guys had another and the management had brick houses and none of us knew or cared. And it it was what a great magical time to grow up. And those memories of uh, my my friends, parents stumbling around and just the smell of beer. But they were nice people and fun loving yep. and everyone always parties and stuff. That was great. I think the key phrase there is none of us cared. No. That's the point. And I grew up the same way. And even well into my 
30s, I'm probably a little bit delayed because I'm I, I just don't care about that kind of stuff. But this whole social structure of life just eludes me. I've never really understood when people are really proud of making a lot of money versus when people are proud or ashamed of not making a lot of money. I, I really don't get it because I've hung out with people who've had, and this is probably Metro East thing because you can get such wide varieties, and maybe this is a Midwest thing in general, of income brackets. But I've hung out with people whose dads were like CEOs and they had basements you could play hockey in. Yeah. And then lots of people in trailers. And I, I did not care even into adulthood. It's only now that I'm starting to realize why that's important. Mm-hmm. But I still don't really care, care. Yeah. Wheeler does. No, mm-hmm. God, no. He's very judgy. No, not judgy at all. I, mean, I, grew, I grew up the same way you guys are talking about. I mean, like my dad's the, the ninth of ten uh, kids, and our whole family has every range you could possibly think of. We have PhDs, and we have people who have a bunch of DUIs and some all kinds of other... I mean, <laughs> Lots like, of letters. I'm just saying, there's a lot of... I mean, like, it's we've got some of the smartest people you could imagine and some of the dumbest people, and it's just the immediate family, like aunts, uncles, cousins. So, I mean, like... That's that's my the, the, basically everything is what I've seen. You grow up with everything. Our neighborhood. My buddy, my best friend's dad used to play basketball with us, holding a beer in his left hand and playing one handed against us. You know what I mean? Like what you're describing is my childhood. Can I ask you this? Is your family from St. Louis? No. Okay, I wondered because so many people. I'm from St. Louis. I know you are, Dave. If you grew up here, it's it's like people ask who move here. Well, why didn't you ever move? And it's because. I don't know. I just didn't. Yeah. Like there's, there, there, we have everything that you'd need at this point. You look at everything in, in the country and you go, you know, it's actually pretty safe here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the it's not as quite as expensive here. And most people I know who grew up here, they didn't leave. And you know, like neighborhoods now, like my mom moved into the, my dad. My mom and my dad built the house she still lives in by herself. It's going to be 97 in September uh, in 1946. And they were the youngest ones in the neighborhood. And now they're all gone. They're all dead. She's outlived everyone. And I will talk to her and she'll say, like, no one comes over and no one visits. And they say to check on the elderly and no one does. And I'm like, Mom, I get it. But it's not your neighborhood. It's every neighborhood. It's my neighborhood. I, I, I know my neighbors enough to go like, hey, what's up, Clem? And that's it. They've never been in my house. I've never been in their house. It's just the way it is. Mm. It's interesting that she's still... She still a thinks person it should be who like thinks the 50s. about that in that way. Yeah, it, it's almost preferable that it would be that way. I have no idea how we would achieve that now. Like, what do you do to to get to know your neighbors to make that culture again? I don't even know. Well, I mean, I, I think like a lot of other things, technology has a role in that and patterns of life. What did you do when you were a kid? Well, we just hung out in the neighborhood and everybody sat out in the front lawn and they had beers and you know maybe you know. Did some, you know, you, you, I mean, it was just like there was not much else to do. Yeah. It's not like you had a whole, now you've got a million choices of where you can go, what you can, you're probably taking your kids to something, which is what parents do now that they didn't do, used to do with us, <clears throat> which is your kids always in an organized activity all the time. Every, every night it's a practice, it's a, it's a meeting, it's a, you know, Boy Scout, Cub Scout, Girl Scout thing. I mean, like that stuff is way more prominent than it was that I remember it being when I was a kid. <laughs> I remember our next door neighbor was crazy. His name was Bill Harvey, and he was a nut, and I loved him. He passed away decades ago, but he was just crazy, and I loved him for it. And his wife was like the salt of the earth. She was like a saint, 
and he was just a, a nut. And when we would have these big neighborhood things, it would always end up his garage had been converted into like a room, but it still had that see kind of see through opaque green garage door. Remember those? <laughs> mm-hmm. And at some point, they would put on girly films. Oh, and you could hear <laughs> and you could see the shadows of the girls dancing. So all of us, like 10 and 11-year-old boys, would just like hide behind a bush, and we're watching shadows of naked women. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. I know, right? That's crazy. It was crazy, and we thought, we it was like we had gone to the Hustler Club or something. <laughs> we're and, men and now, all, guys. And, all, and all, <laughs> the, all the dads would go in there, and all the ladies would just sit out there and roll their eyes at them, and that's just how we grew up. We're, these are These are like... Naked ladies, or are they burlesque dancers that I, you're well, watching on saw, an old reel to reel? I saw their shadows. Oh, you just so you don't know. You well, yeah. The yeah. shadows were naked. Just going off, <laughs> you're right. just going yeah. off vibes. Yeah. Your, your imagination was probably better than the actual movie. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, I was filling in the blanks pretty good. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what if a, they were, a couple surprises once I saw yeah. the real thing. What if they were just watching Benny Hill? <laughs> <laughs> so close. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. My dad would watch that, and he would come apart laughing. Yeah. And I never smiled once. No. I, yeah. I did no. him yeah. patting a that little bald thing, guy yeah. in the head and yakety sags, yep. and I'm just like, I don't understand why you think this no. is funny. No. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Brian Wiggins is uh, sitting in with us. Man, I wish we could just do what we just did in the break. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I mean, you could. That'd be the last show. <laughs> not, not since you told Sue Thomas that was a big hot dog. Have I had funnier, uh, dirty things? Um... Okay, let's talk about 97.1. So I know that 97.1 is not monolithic. Uh, Annie is different from uh, Mark Cox, different than Mark Reardon, but you're in a really exciting time for 97.1, and it looks like it's going to be Trump again. And I know Reardon's not a big Trump fan, but Mark Cox is. Like, how are things down there? Uh, as far as people's positions on everything, it's it's interesting when you're covering primaries because you're almost just covering it like it's news. You don't have to necessarily take a position on anything. But I, I would say if there's a common position that I'm hearing from everybody there, it's that, and this isn't 
unique to 97-1. It's that Trump is inevitable. Uh, there is a lot of division on whether Joe Biden will be the nominee. Hmm. I am in the camp, and I have been for a long time, that says he will be. But there's a lot of question. And I guess the further we get into this, and now that's 24, the more likely it becomes every day that goes by. So you're starting to see that narrow a little bit, I think, in general. But um, it's still not a sure thing. I, it's it's weird because the sitting president usually is the sure thing. Yeah. And the other side, you That's don't true. know. And this it seems a little flipped this time. We, we've we been taking a lot of calls the last couple of days. And uh, people seem evenly split on whether even Trump fans, whether he can be Biden or not. And polls say one thing one day, another the next. What do you think? Well, I do. <clears throat> sorry. I do watch polls a lot. And from what I'm seeing... Um, the fact that there is going to be so many third parties in this election is going to benefit Trump. As we all know, his base is pretty strong and not just his base, but even the people who they, they go, you know what? I don't necessarily love Donald Trump, but man, did I love those four years. And I think he's going to get a lot of uh, shadow votes. Yes. Uh, people like me who say openly that they don't like Trump. Yes. If they get in that booth, they might go, I, I did like that 401k. Especially those two guys. Uh, because you, it's such an easy comparison to look at this four years and those four years. It, it's it's recent history. Everybody who's voting lived it. You're going to see the difference between those two things. So I think that's the that's what Trump has going for him. And honestly, everybody's saying, well, he's uh, up until last night, he's kind of striking a little bit nicer tone. And he was a little bit ornery last night about Nikki Haley. But with in general, if he is able to kind of play it a little cooler. He doesn't have to sell himself because his record sells himself, which is why he didn't participate in the debates. And it all makes sense. So I think he actually has a better chance right now than Biden does. And that's also reflected in polling. Uh, thanks for sitting in, guys. Check out Ryan Wiggins down the hall on 97.1 Annie Show and doing his own thing. Appreciate it, pal. Yeah, thank you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 336 DGS on KMOX. Ryan Wiggins hanging out with us for another half hour. He was scheduled till 3.30. He won't leave. Uh, Dave Murray is with us. Dave, surpri- Dave, did you surprise? He's always had that problem, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to leave. My headphones are plugged in, and I don't know what to do. I just keep trying to leave, and he keeps jerking me back, sitting down. Uh, Dave, was it a surprise to your grandson that he was going to Disney yesterday? Uh, he's not a Disney kid, per se, Yeah, but he knew we were going, mm-hmm. obviously. How old I is mean, he? We've done, he's four. No, oh, perfect. Had a good time. We had a good time. We've done, on this particular trip, he, they're here through Saturday, we did Disney so far. Disney and uh, Monster Jam. We did a Monster Jam show. <laughs> I've never been to Disneyland. <laughs> never been to the California. I I would. I've been to both now. I can't remember going to Disneyland as a kid, but I'm sure I did. But uh, Disney World much better. I would go Disney, hmm. uh, but they know how to do it. I mean, they absolutely know how to do it. And smooth. And no problem. And then Wiggins, you surprised your wife. Yeah, on Saturday we we. We're just hanging out as usual at home. She was doing dishes and I was doing something else. And our friend walked in and said, we're taking the kids. And I, I knew that was happening. Yeah. She didn't. And said, we're going to Florida in an hour and a half. Let's go. How did How did you, <laughs> didn't the kids cry? No, because they were staying with their friend. Okay. So they were excited. And we couldn't tell them ahead of time either because they would have blown it. Actually, I did tell <laughs> them about an hour before that was happening right so that they wouldn't be too much in shock just in case and they almost blew it in that hour <laughs> so i'm trying to imagine as a little kid if my dad would have been like boy i'm taking your mom to disney <laughs> i'd be like what? No. <laughs> no, they, were, they were fine with it because i didn't say we were going to disney i said we're just taking a trip Oh, so you lied. Good. Okay. I told him the truth. I just didn't tell him he detail. He left out a detail. Yeah. yeah. That's, That's right. not a lie. We're yeah. just going to the most yeah. magical place in the world for children. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you come back, you got like Mickey ears on. You're like, guess where we went. Uh, that's yeah. funny. We Wisconsin. actually did our honeymoon at Disney World. That is shocking to Dennis me. Dennis and I. So did, so did my it wife sh- and I. Did. A little bit. A little bit shocking to me, too. It was we we really couldn't afford much of anything. We stayed at my parents' house because they were going away for like a week. So it, it worked out just fine. How old were you when you got married, Dave? Um, the second time, about 29. See, I, I pictured you as more of an Amsterdam kind of guy for a honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, me and Dave Murray going to Disney on our honeymoon. One of those dirty cruises or something like that. <laughs> Sounds like fun. I'm probably thinking of your We dad. actually, you know. You know what? Yeah, you probably are. Do you know anything we, about uh, Dave Murray's dad? Uh, no. Oh, my Lord. I don't oh, think so. Dave, Lord. have we talked about this before? I think we have. He's I think a legend. We have. But, but, but I would tell you, if if we had talked about it, you would not forget. No. Okay. No, you would not. No. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I there's, can't there's wait still, for... There's still a statue of him at Delmar Gardens. Let's put it that way. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love I love that about Dave's dad. He's been he, he's been been gone for almost eleven years now, but he uh, yeah he in his in his final years he truly was a legend. <laughs> he ramped he ramped it up. Uh, so <laughs> last night and this morning, uh, a lot of people don't like it because it's kind of gloomy. But it was yes. it was really cool looking. It looked like the Exorcist poster out there. 
Yeah, you know, it's it, when you get dense fog, like our weather patterns, they're not doing much. We're kind of stuck to some extent, and that's why you get the dense fog. We've had a, enough moisture to create it at the ground level. The good news is we are above freezing day and night. If this was, if we were in the 20s with this stuff, it would it'd be a disaster across mm. St. Louis because it would be a freezing fog and and ice would cover everything. And we're kind of stuck over the next couple of days. We're going to see two more waves of rain come at us, a steady rain. One will be primarily tomorrow afternoon, and the next one will be on Saturday. In between, it's cloudy, though. It's gloomy, areas of fog, a little bit of drizzle from time to time. But temperatures in the 40s on Thursday and Friday. Saturday, a chilly rain, that second batch, 42. And Sunday looks dry, but it will stay cloudy and 42 degrees. Then we really start to break out into the sun next week and we'll warm up into the 50s. Cool. Uh, Wheels, stairway to Kevin? Sure. Uh, I was going to do a little bit of kind of a youth sports thing because this has been making some headlines. I'd be curious to see where the group is on this. Um, So the American Academy of Pediatrics says that 70% of kids stop playing organized sports once they get to be about 13. Um, And they excite a lot of reasons. Uh, You know, Sometimes it's pushy parents. Uh, sometimes it's too hyper competitive and not just about fun. Um, and, and I mean, it's a constant topic that people talk about. And I'm not sure that everybody comes at it from a spot where they understand things. But I'm curious: does that number, does that stand out to you guys at all? Does it seem wrong or weird that like 70 percent of kids stop playing? Keep in mind, organized sports. Not yeah, just playing sports with friends or whatever. Yeah, but that sounds a little high to me. To that point, though, Wheels, um, I don't see anyone playing non-organized sports anymore. Not I mean, very. literally, I've never seen anyone in my neighborhood play sandlot baseball. Now, does that count playing college co-ed flag football or something like that? Is that organized? No, that wouldn't count. Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't count. So, like, it would be <laughs> like playing on a Little League team or playing on your junior high football team or whatever. It wouldn't be anything that's considered kind of independent. And Dave thinks it's funny that I said co-ed flag football, I think. <laughs> I took it I took it a whole step further. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boys versus girls football. That's what I always like to play. Apple didn't fall from, far from the no, tree on this one, did <laughs> Because I, I'm not sure why that surprises people because 13, 14 is kind of the age where people decide whether they're serious or not. Right? And I, I think that, like, and here's the thing. There are plenty of recreational leagues for all age Mm -hmm. levels in all sports, probably less so in like football. I don't think there's very much recreational, although flag football would count, but like recreational, regular football doesn't exist. It's going to be competitive. I mean, when you're beating yourself up, you're not doing it for fun, Uh, but there's plenty of recreational basketball, CYC stuff. There's plenty of recreational baseball out there. There are house leagues in hockey as opposed to travel leagues, things along those lines. But I also think that a lot of kids decide They don't want to do it if they're not going to do it for real. And whether it's money or just the time that it takes to to train when it's competitive, uh, I think that there are a lot of kids that are just making those decisions at this point. But, you know, one thing that's also kind of ignored, a lot of kids are weeded out by by high school sports. Like, you might play sports all your life and get to high school. You don't make the team anymore because it's a smaller group. 
and you're all, you're at the school with a thousand kids, and there's only going to be eighteen kids on the baseball team or whatever. Uh, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So I think we would all agree that professional sports are at a higher level than they were when we were kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, there were people from our childhood who, who could still compete professionally, but a lot of them couldn't. Our high school, like baseball, for example, so far above what we were in the eighties. Not even close. It's not. I mean, and I agree, but I, I do agree that the modernization of training is definitely more of a filter than it used to be. Um, but the problem is, you can't. I mean, like if that's the ex. So as an example, I coach baseball, and I coach kids. My teams are fourteen year olds. But I coach kids from like eight all the way up to, to college age kids. And what what you see starting at the high school and college level is now be, becoming what the expectation to play at that level is. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to meet those, you've got to train in high school to be that mm-hmm. or they don't want you. Mm-hmm. So if you want that means if you're going to train to be that in high school, you're going to start a little earlier because how, you're not going to get there if you don't. How often does an untrained kid just a natural athlete, uh, make it into college. Someone who doesn't have what's, private lessons what's and such. sport? Baseball. I mean, it happens, but it's 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 freakish. Like it's not normal yeah. um, because you can't you can't get exposure in high school sports very easily unless you just happen to be a unicorn. I mean, and there are very rare kids who are just they're big and they throw ninety five miles an hour, but that but typically that's not real. That's not normal. You know, the, that used to be what we would think of as the high school phenom, and they exist, but that's a very small percentage of players overall. If you're not training and competing, you're not going to get seen. How quickly, uh, I'm sure you don't tell the kids this, but how quickly when you get a new kid can you think you can tell whether they're going to make it or not? Boy, you know, it, physically you get a pretty good idea right away, but what you don't at the age that I'm coaching – there's still time. I mean, well, yeah, because you don't know what they're going to be when they're fully grown, right? Is the kid going to be 6'2"? Is he going to be 5'11"? Is is he going to love the weight room? Is he not going to love the weight room? Um, I mean, that that ended up being a defining factor for me. I, it, it, became, it became, I liked the work that it took to be good. If you don't like the work that it takes to be good, you are not going to advance. Had you in been most six cases. two, would you have been a starter in D one? Uh, if I had gone, if I had gone to a different level of D one school, I probably would have been a starter. Just as I was, being short, uh, but like six two wouldn't have made me necessarily throw any harder, and that's what my biggest limitation was. I didn't throw very hard, um, and if I if I had the ability to say be six two and go play first base. That might have helped the advance, but they're not going to have a five foot seven, five foot eight first baseman. Just not going to do it. Um, so it could have made a difference, but I think the the problem is like with a lot of things. It's true in classwork too, don't you? Wouldn't you guys agree that academically, kids are doing things at an earlier age than we did? Like you're getting yes. into more advanced math earlier than we did. See, that's my so kid interesting. did. My I, kid did in I, junior high had stuff that I did in high school. I always feel the opposite. I feel like barely kids can barely read these days. <laughs> I, I'm with you, but I think what what Kevin, you're pointing out, it's almost both because the the average has gone down, but the availability for kids to go higher is quicker. I think that's the thing is there there are now paths available that didn't exist a long time ago. So that's really separating the classes. Well, that's that's kind of my point like when I, I coach 14 year olds and I one of the things I tell parents um, and I tell the kids this too I mean look this is because you need to know it 
as a kid. Am I playing for fun or am I playing for real? If I'm playing for real, these are the things that are required. If you're playing for fun, go have, have fun. fun. Go have, have fun. fun. That's that's perfectly fine. But I also have to you have to explain like 13, 14 is kind of that age where you got to decide. You have to decide, am I serious or am I doing for fun? And if you're doing it for fun, don't do all the training. Don't spend thousands and thousands of dollars to play travel baseball. That's for people that are trying, like, in their minds. And it should be the kid. It shouldn't be the parents. You know, yeah. you run into that a while where parents are a little more into it than the kids. And that's never going to work. It never does. It always ends badly. Um, maybe not in tragedy or, or crisis, but it, it never ends well. But if the kid, if that's what the kid wants, if the kid says, I want to be a college player or a pro, well, then that's what it takes in modern times to do it. It means you got to start by the time you're 12, 13, 14 and take it seriously. Yeah. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it. You got it. Thanks to Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Ryan Wiggins hanging out with us and uh, helping to fill the shoes of Rach, who's in Japan. Uh, Wheels, the guy that shot the 20-year-old girls. Do you see this? I don't know if you saw this story. You must have, though. The guy who shot at these 20-year-old girls who just pulled into his driveway by accident because they thought they were at some other place. They were looking for a friend's house. They pulled into it like it was a country driveway. And he just came out and shot them, and one of the girls died. No, I didn't see this. Yeah, this was a while back, and he was he was found guilty yesterday of second degree murder. Jury came back in two hours, so they didn't really have much question. Yeah, and what the part that's just amazing to me is that he and his lawyers are still trying to argue that it was just a terrible accident. Yeah, you don't lead with you, that. You you came on your porch with a gun because somebody pulled into your driveway. Now you're looking for an excuse to shoot your gun. I mean, that it, you may not have meant to kill someone, but you did. I mean, just like any like DUI, you didn't mean to kill someone. It was an accident, but you still did it, mm-hmm. and you're still going to go to jail for it. <clears throat> that's why it's second degree. Right, exactly. <clears throat> and I think you didn't premeditate it. But I know that that story got a lot of headlines because basically the girls were just lost, and I think they were just using it to turn around. At some point, I want one of you guys to do some research, because I'm not, uh, about <laughs> the three guys that froze to death outside the... I have not heard anything about that since. It's crazy. I know, I know very little about it, because they it... it it did. It really not came to be... material. <laughs> None of us, you brought up a story that I've I've not heard of either yeah. of these stories. <laughs> hey, someone take a take a look at this article for me, will you? Yeah, they were. They were they, I'm it was, out. It was a weird story because it was in Kansas City, and then like the headline was Chiefs fans found. I was like, as if oh, that part's that, relevant. Yes, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's not relevant to the story, but it's it's like making it like the Chiefs froze watching the game or something. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Wig. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.